0: Log Talk Radio. everybody. Welcome to another edition of Sports of my Legend. Along with my co-host Macaulay Matthew. I'm, of course, we mo. What's up, Mac? How you doing? Hey, how's it going? Hey, I'm doing okay, man. Doing all right, man. Just, you know, surviving another Met doubleheader. You know, but um, is it still I going that, on? What do you say? Is it still going on? Now I just ended, uh, how long ago? Maybe a half hour ago or so. But, um, yeah, um, you know, good to have you on the show, man, as always. Yeah, good to be on. Thank you, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for coming on the show. On today's show, we're going to be um, talking about you know, the Mets, the you know, the how the Mets are doing after their Subway series, after the Mets took two out of three of uh, last week's Subway series, how, how both teams are faring. Uh we're gonna talk about this the um NBA finals, uh between the Suns and, you know, the um the Bucks and how that impacts, you know, the Knicks potentially in the off season. I uh, will also talk about the money in the bank preview that um, that's coming up next weekend. We'll preview that. And, you know, we'll talk about, Oh yeah. Uh, AEW, um, uh, Alistair black is now, um, I forgot how you pronounce Malachi black. So, you know, we'll talk about that as well. And, you know, what what whatever is going on in the world of sports and entertainment, you know, the deal folks, um, of course you all know the number is 563-999-3529. That's 563-999-3529. So, you know, feel free to talk about any of these topics and more. You know, we'd love to hear from you. But um with that said, you know, let's let's, let's talk about the the NBA, um, NBA finals, you know, um, congr- congratulations, um, to the Suns, you know, advancing to the, the, um, to the NBA finals. And of course, as we speak right now, they have a 2-0 lead on the Bucks. And, um, yeah, we're having a, a classic series, you know, the, the Suns, they're two wins away from their franchise history, uh, first ever win. Uh, you know, championship. The Bucks are trying to avoid that, you know, by trying to win four straight and um, you know, win their first title since '72 when Cream uh, Abdul Jabbar was formerly known as Lew Alcindor. So, we'll see what happened. We'll see what happened with that. And, the, and now that I think about it, the Bucks. The last time the Bucks won a, a championship, this was. Um, yeah, this was um what, two years before the, the Knicks won their last championship. And the and as a matter of fact, the year after the Knicks won their first ever championship, you know, um it's been a, it's been a long time for the since the Bucks won it all. And of course Suns are are on uh you know uncharted territory, trying to win their first ever title. And then of course you cap that off with Chris Paul, a veteran NBA guy, um, who's bounced around the league, um, you know, um uh, you know, obviously played for the Suns, the Clippers, the Hornets, uh, the um, the Rockets, and you know this guy he's paid his dues. You know he's the leader of the um, you know the player association for the NBA, and um, you know a, an all-time great point guard. So, you know I'm pulling for him, and most importantly, man, I hope, you know, hopefully he'll you know he'll win the title, and then he'll try to um resurrect the Knicks like he did with the Suns, you know, like a Phoenix rising, you know, hopefully mm-hmm. he can do that for the, for the Knicks, you know? Uh, so what's your, what's you, your want the, you want Chris Paul to come here? Hey, if I can't get Damian Lillard, I'll take Chris Paul, you know, you think you actually think Chris Paul is going to come here to the Knicks? I don't think any of these guys are coming to us, but if we have a chance to, to get one of these hall of fame point guards, you know, to, to change the the culture of this team and attract other people to come here. Most importantly, you know that's you know I'm for it. But they get, obviously they got to be the right people. You got to put the right pieces in place. You know, preferably if he opts out and um, you know they sign him as a free agent. You know that that would make him a lot more appealing. But you know we have to, you know we will believe when we see it right now, you know, he's trying to win the title. He's halfway there, you know. Well, you yeah, know, what's your yeah. thought? Yeah, the Suns, um, you know, right now the Suns, they've been playing really well throughout this whole postseason, and now they're two games up on the Bucks. And I don't see them losing this series. Uh, you know, I think they're going to win the NBA championship, give Chris Paul his first NBA championship. You know, so I, I don't see, I don't see the Bucks winning. I mean, they might sque- they might win a game or two, but Suns are going to win this series, I think. You know, I'm not I'm, I wouldn't put money on it though, but I, I, I'm confident that they're going to win it. I mean, honestly, he did have a good game uh, in game two, mm-hmm. so it looks like you know his knee is not that big a, that big of an issue. So you know, we'll see. We'll see how uh, what happens when they go back to Milwaukee here, but. I think uh, Phoenix can steal a game or two. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, uh, like you said, Giannis, he scored 42 points along with uh, 12 rebounds. But, you know, unfortunately for him, it wasn't enough. because, um, And those, those, uh, those sons, they've been putting on the clinic. You know, you have Paul scoring 23 points, had the eight assists. Um uh, Mikel Bridges, you know, he scored twenty seven points. And um yeah, you know, they you know, the the Suns, man, they're they're not playing. Like like I was saying, I thought the I thought the Hawks would win it all if they got past the Bucks. But um if the Bucks but if, you know, the Bucks would have beat them, which obviously the Bucs did, then I think Suns would have because the way how the Suns whoop our butts in that regular season, man, like I'm like this team is team is no joke, so yeah, I, I was thinking the Hawks would win it all, but since the Hawks got eliminated, you know, I just I, I, you know, before the Hawks, Suns even clinched it, I was like, man, I think the Suns could do it, so but, you know, it ain't over for the Bucks. you know, they got Giannis but um, I think the Bucks stop here for, for Giannis and his, his boys, the Suns, you know, they you know, they got this, man yeah, Bucks. Their mission is they gotta they gotta try to win. They gotta try to win Game Three. They can't they can't focus on trying to win four straight. You know they gotta take it one game at a time. to try to even up this series by winning these next two games at the very minimum. But um, yeah. But you know, fortunately for them, they're gonna be um, at home, so they're hoping they're gonna have some home cooking and you know turn this series around, but. Yeah, the Suns, man. You know, Devin Booker, you know, Ayton, Paul. I mean, these guys, man. They... And then, of course, you got that performance from uh, Bridges. And, like, you can't be stopped. Yep. No question. How? Um, yeah, I know you think the Suns are going to win too. Well, in how many games? I think six, six games. I think um, Suns in five. Wow. I could see that. I would even be a shocked if Suns sweep them because Suns, since I've been, i aren't playing, man. Yeah, one I could game. See it. They, I mean, the the both of these both of the scores are identical. Game one they won, uh, one eighteen to one o one o five, and then game two was one eighteen to you know one o eight. So, I guess you could see the Bucks had a minor improvement scoring wise, you know. So the 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 um the Bucks have to basically try to get them to score under one hundred eighteen points, and they'll have a, a stronger chance of winning. Because hmm yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, you know we'll we'll see what happens. Of course, uh, by next week we should, you know, know what happened. Um, yeah, shifting gears. So yeah, the the rumors of coming to the Knicks, whether it's um, you know, through free agency, um, you know, opting out of the the forty-four million dollar contract that he's going to have. And um, you know, signing with the Knicks, but then again, the Suns, you know, the Suns have a, have the option to give them a four year deal, which the Knicks can only give up to a maximum of three year. So I mean, you know, with, the, with all these these NBA rules, man, they're 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 in place to for the home team to to lock up their their players. So that's another reason why Knicks can't acquire can't you know, steer somebody away. I mean the Suns owner has been known to be cheap, you know, historically. But I mean, he has to pay the money for for Paul. I mean, this is this is they've never been in a situation like this before. So you would think Sarver would would make the smart decision and you know pay Paul, rob Peter to pay Paul. You know, so, I mean, if, if the Suns win the championship, uh, you know. They gotta keep him. Mhm. No he's, he's thirty-six years old, but man, you know, if you're the owner of the 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 Suns, you gotta lock that guy up, man. You gotta you gotta lock him up like he's the Beagle Boys from Ducktales, man. Mhm. Yeah. yeah. Don't let him go, man. Let him retire. Hang his his jersey in the rafters. You know. I know he's only been there for one year, but hey, if he if he brings the title that one year. Man, you just gotta tip your cap.
1: Yeah, he's done
0: one and done like Kawhi in Toronto when he won yeah, the championship. Uh, yeah, I was just about to say that. Hey, man, as a Knicks fan, I would take that. I, would, you know, I would take, I would gladly take that from any of these superstar players who just, you know, you know, because these superstars they have this, you know, like this, this, you know, like gun for hire attitude, you know. So, hey, if they want to just come, win a title, and then go someplace else, you know, hey, that's hey, – yeah. as long as you bring the title here, that's all, that's all that matters. So, what about you? Yeah, I mean, I, I do think uh, Chris Paul, you know, if he were to come here, he can help, you know, these younger players develop, and he'd be a great leader. Um, but, you know, Again, he is getting he's he's getting older. I mean, he's gonna be a year older if he does come here, and that concerns me. You know, yeah, and, and that... you know, I'm afraid that you know he's gonna win the championship, and then you're you're gonna probably see his numbers decline once he gets to the Knicks.
1: You know, mm-hmm. that's
0: always concerning, and it always happens. You know, mm-hmm. when when these players, when these old players come to the Knicks, you know, their numbers mm-hmm. decline for some reason. So I would prefer if somehow miraculously we could get Lillard or you know some other guy out there you know of a of a all-star caliber but uh i mean chris paul if we can't find anyone else and chris paul you know we can somehow get him then yeah go after him but he would not be my first choice i'm assuming your first choice would be damian lillard
1: well yeah of course
0: that's oh, yeah. right now that's probably everyone's first choice at the moment yeah 100 100%, 100% like he will cost you more, of course, Damian Lillard, obviously. But yeah, he is the he is the perfect he is the perfect to, um you know to to get you know to acquire as a point guard. I mean, yeah, Damian Lillard. He's I mean, he's really clutch, man. Like, oh yeah, like he's he he has man. He he's like textbook a New York Nick player. If you if you're gonna try to acquire a point guard in the league. You know Chris Paul. You gotta he would to get level though. I know that's the problem. That's why you know if Chris Paul is a um you know uh you know um a, what you might call it uh what was I gonna say? If Chris Paul was a minor league, not a minor league. what am i talking about. A free agent. You know then he would then he would be um you know he would be he would. He would be the you know, the, the top pick because, you know, um if you know, you won't have to trade any you wouldn't have to trade any um major players to you know, to uh, to get to acquire him. Because obviously unfortunately if you're gonna if you're gonna trade for Lillard, you know, RJ Barrett's gonna most likely be in that deal quickly. Knox, you know, the the you you're gonna have to trade the whole the whole team other than Randall, you know. Hey, yeah, you have to give up a lot, you know. I'm willing to give up the draft picks, to be honest with you, you know, to get to get Lillard. I mean, obviously the, the you know, you give up draft picks, you know, you're marketing, you're mortgaging your future, obviously. But um, yeah, that's a transitional, um, bona fide franchise player. You know. So, I mean I'm 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 for training Damian Damian Littler, but I gotta I definitely gotta see who's gonna give up, you know, yeah. who would potentially give up. Yeah, no question. Yeah, we'll we'll see about that. Um another team who who um gotta make some moves and uh is uh the New York Mets. Um, you know, they're on the playoff hunt. You know, obviously they, um, they're, you know, they just played a double header. I mean, Mets have played like, like, like at least 10 double headers this year already. Like it's, it's been crazy. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know what the record is, but if the, the Mets haven't broken it, they're, they're definitely knocking on this door for sure. Um, yeah, they split the double header, um, Today, they lost the first game. Um, today, what was it, the final score, six, probably 6-2 six maybe. Um, Stroman didn't pitch well. Second game, Miguel didn't, didn't go deep into the game. He kept them in the game. Um, um, Alonzo went deep for the past couple of days. Lindor, uh, on Friday night, he hit a Grand Slam, his third Grand Slam of his career, and of course the first as a Met. Alonzo hit I think a three run home run on Friday night. Hit hit a solo one today. Um McNeil is starting to heat up, you know, with a bat. Um uh overall, you know, uh, and Diaz got the save um, you know, game two. So he has nineteen saves. Um so I mean the Mets, you know, they they're you know, they're you know, they've been uh winning. I mean they've been They've been winning for the most part. Uh, the the offense is starting to heat up a little bit. Still inconsistent. Um, yeah, they scored like ten runs in in um on Friday night in one of the innings. Might have been the sixth or seventh inning. I can't remember which inning it was. Uh, they they beat they won by that final score of I think thirteen to three that game Friday night. Rebound split the the, the um the doubleheader with the um with the pirates. Yeah, so far Mets haven't lost a doubleheader, which I'm pretty sure you you Mac you know about that 'cause you know you know, the Mets won um what was it Friday night against no, it wasn't Friday night. It was Saturday night last week. Uh the doubleheader with the with the Yankees. Uh what was it? They won wait, did they didn't they let me let me do the math in my head. Yeah, they won the series because they won two out of three against the Yankees. They, were, they actually did. Did we sweep the doubleheader? I think we swept the doubleheader, and then you guys won the last game on P.N. with with, Cor, with um, what's his name? Uh, Corey Oswalt, and you had that guy Cortez who was um, yeah, he, he was he was pitching well in that bullpen game. He was um, keeping the mess off balance. pitching real well lately. Yeah. Yeah, he he, he he's good. Like he was, he was keeping them off balance, changing speeds. You could see he was definitely influenced by his idol, um, El Duque. Yeah, know? and then Chad Green came in, um, and, and saved the game. So yeah, it was a perfectly pitched game by the the Yankees that Sunday night. You know, obviously, you know the Mets. You know they the the offense. You know they you know they dominated that series. You know, um, but what was your thoughts on, on uh? last week's Subway Series? Well, I mean, there's nothing else to say. I mean, you guys ended up winning it. You played well. Um, that second game, you know, the Yankees just blew it. Well, Chapman blew it, I should say. Uh, Chapman has been inconsistent lately, you know, and I'm starting to agree with you. Maybe he is uh, shaky. You know, I remember Mets fans used to defend Arma- Armando Benitez. Yep, <laughs> he Today yeah, I used to be the person I was in his fan club. <laughs> yeah, really. but now, I'm, hey, I okay. might just, I might have to jump off this Chapman, ban, you know, this <laughs> bandwagon, because this guy, you, you know, it's like, you can't rely on him these days. Uh-huh. And J- Chad Green has been uh, the guy to rely on lately. Oh, yeah. Man. You know, it's looking like we might have to get rid of Chapman soon. Uh-huh. He yeah. I was would... seem confident, you know, when he's closing games. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I would I would have Chapman, I would have Chapman i uh, not Chapman. I would have um, I would have uh Green close in the game, and I would have either Cortez or um or um or maybe even Chapman um set up. No, you know what? I would have Cortez set up, set him, set up, and then have Chapman okay. Maybe Pop, he could be that. He could possibly be one of the setup men depending on how he's pitching but maybe i don't know chapman he might you might have to deal him because i don't think he, he's gonna want to be a you know the robin to um to green's batman you know what i'm saying like yeah i i, I think you guys i know you guys want to hold on to chapman because you know he throws a, he used to throw 100 mile per hour and you want to have that feather in your cap that you guys have that guy you know the hardest throwing closer you know, in the game and all that stuff, but
1: I don't don't think,
0: I don't think they're thinking that right now. mm -hmm. Right now, you know, the you have to win games. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, I don't think Chapman is going to be part of their future. I mean, and plus he's he's getting older, too. I mean, Mm -hmm. he's not a young guy anymore, so. And him, and him smiling after he gives up runs and all that stuff and blow games, man, it's like, it's not cute, man. It's like, it's definitely shades of Benitez, like, It's like why are you smiling? Why are you laughing? Like, dude, like you just blew the game. Like, I mean, it's like, it's just a nervous, it's a nervous reaction. But yeah, I guess, like you said, like you know, like even like Mariano Vera when he blows the games once in a while, you know, it's like he has like this, I can't, you know, like he he can't believe it. You know what I mean? Like, I guess, I guess that's what you're trying to say. Like, it's a a nervous thing because obviously you would, who in their right mind would be happy for blow? Blowing, blowing the save. I mean, yeah, exactly. You know, That'll make no sense. But uh, the Yankees, I mean, they've been playing better of late. Mm-hmm. I mean, since uh, they won that se- that um, second game of that doubleheader against the Mets, they've now won five of their last six. And if I were to tell you what team in in the MLB has a no hitter, ten shutout games, and Leaves MLB with three triple pay- plays. Uh-huh. I don't know what team has that this year? That would be right? the New York Yankees. New York Yankees. And you would think, oh, man, they're in first place. Yeah, by 10 They games. have to be in first place with games. all of that. By 10 you and know? half games or something. But right now they're behind uh, – the actually, currently they're, they're behind It they're rest of like eight games. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I mean, they should be playing much better. Mm-hmm. You know, Considering all, all of what I just stated. We lead the MLB with 10, shutout, 10 shutouts this year, three triple plays, uh-huh. and uh, no hitter. I mean, come on. And two turtle doves. And a portrait and a pear tree. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, it's it's been a weird season this year. Hopefully well. the second half, you know, it can just come soon and they can just try to turn around and, you know, we'll see. We'll see. But, yeah, it's been a very strange season for the Yankees. Yeah, absolutely. It has been. But yeah, like you said, uh Yankees historically know how to turn it on turn it around in the second half, so you know, we you know, we could definitely expect the Yankees to turn it around or at least make it close, you know, in the second half for sure. After the All Star break. Um Yeah, um oh yeah, so congratulations to the guys who made it to All Star uh, you know, the Mets side they had the Grom but of course the the Grom made the wise decision to um, you know, sit this one out. You know, he, the problems that he had this season was after he pitched in um Colorado. So he made the right decision, you know, to sit it out. For the first time in his career he's not gonna pitch or attend the All Star game. And uh, you know, on Friday night they announced that um Taiwan Walker, he's going to pitch in his first ever All Star game as the only representative of the New York Mets. So, you know, congratulations to him. You know, he, um, Friday wasn't his best start of the year, um, but for the most part, his ERA is like what two fifty or so. So, yeah, he's been the steal of the um of the um well, the free agency of MLB. You know, this year so far, so. Pops to him. Congratulations to him. And then, you know, on the Yankees side, you have uh, Chapman. Uh, I'm to, who, who else is there? Who, who, uh, Judge. Judge Cole? Oh yeah, Judge and Eric Cole. Yeah. And Cole, right? So yeah, congratulations to those guys as well. You know, yeah. make an All Star game, which is uh, this Tuesday. Do they? Do they don't have that stupid rule that whoever wins the game has home field advantage in the World Series, right? I think they took that rule. Oh, out that, right. that that was removed years ago. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think I remember that they removed it. And I, and I, I think I was on this show and I was saying like, yeah, they should have took that. That thing shouldn't have been there in the first place. I think I remember talking about that a few years ago. Yeah. But yeah, that cost the Mets a World Series because they had to host a Super Game in, in Kansas City instead of home. But you know, it is what it is. I mean. Well, but then again, then the then the Royals still have a better record than the Mets. Um, That year It wouldn't even have mattered right Because I don't even remember I'd have to double check Okay I'd have to double check who had a better record That year but um, What what, what year was it wasn't it 2000 2015 I mean yeah 2015 Yeah because I think they had the best record in In American League I believe that year Possible Quite possible But um yeah, so Yeah, I mean I never thought it was a good idea. Yeah, because... Royals were ninety five and sixty seven, Mets were ninety and seventy two. I mean what would not matter, Royals would have still had home field regardless. If if it was like the best team the the team who had the best record has home field. Uh-huh. So, you know. Did they they had home field or was it the Mets had home field in that World Series? No, 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 trust me. The Royals had home field advantage. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. So it would have been the same circumstances. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, you can't take a time machine, and the only thing I could have done is stop Cespedes from landing that inside the park home run to lead off the the um the bottom half of the first inning. You know, the first pitch. But I mean, it's too late now. I can't do it. (laughs) Yeah. But um, you know, it is what it is. Um. Yeah, shifting gears. Um, yeah, let's let's um yeah, let's talk about this money in the bank. You know, bad news, uh, you know, for WWE, um, uh, Bailey, she um you know, she got injured and uh she's gonna be out for nine months. So I mean this is um you know, shocking and messed up. She was gonna battle uh Sasha Banks for the title next Sunday. At the money in the bank pay per view event. Uh what, what's your thoughts on that, Mac? Yeah, that's unfortunate. I hope she uh recovers and uh gets well. Yeah, it's unfortunate to hear that she to be out for uh you know, we won't see her until next year. Looks like. So yeah, I hope a uh, speedy recovery for her. Yeah, um, you know, get well uh bailey i mean it's just up they couldn't have that rematch um but this uh money in the bank is gonna be another steal pay-per-view event yeah I, I i i totally agree with you and they did the dumbest thing now this match they from what i'm seeing um what's her name i'm forgetting her name bianca Belair's face is she's on the post of the money in the bank Ladder match, but now her match is not even going to be in the in the pre event. It's going to be on next SmackDown against uh, Carmella. So I mean WWE logic strikes again. I mean, what, I mean, what can you say? Like, yeah. But yeah, let's yeah let's get on to this uh, match because. Like WWE always says, these these matches are scheduled for change, and sometimes on purpose. Sometimes WWE withheld information of people being injured in the very last minute, the day of, and then you you know you know you basically don't know about the changes until it's the very last moment. So, all right, here's who you think's gonna win the Money in the Bank ladder match for the men's Ricochet. John Morrison, Riddle, Drew McIntyre, Big E, Kevin Owens, King Nakamura, or Seth Rollins? Wow. Um, Yeah, that's interesting. I would probably say Big E. I'm leaning towards Biggie or maybe Kevin Owens, maybe. Yeah, hmm, all of the choices. There's I it Biggie be- versus Lashley, potential I hope- match. Yeah, Biggie. Uh, Biggie. I, I hope Biggie wins it, but I could see somebody like Seth Rollins or Drew McIntyre winning it. I think Drew McIntyre is going to win it. Then you could see Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lash again. No, I think Drew McIntyre would face uh, Roman Reigns instead. Oh. Drew McIntyre would win that and face Roman Reigns instead. Yeah, could see that. Um, women's one would be Oscar, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, you know, the superhero, uh Liv Morgan, Zelina Vega, who returned last week, uh, Saturday, uh last week Friday night. You know, that's that's great. She returned, you know. Um, I think Alexa virus. Bliss is gonna win this one. Uh, you think Alexa Bliss? Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know I think so too. That's that's a that's a good point. And then there's two more people that you haven't announced yet. But yeah, I think Nikki Cross is gonna win this. And no, not Nikki Cross. Alexa Bliss is gonna win this. You know that, that'll make her character even more scarier because um, you know she'll haunt you and she could cash in any moment. Yeah. So yeah, it makes sense for um, Alexa Bliss to um to win that belt. All right, let's see. Up next, you got Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair, Raw Women's title. I'm about to fall asleep. <sighs> I'm going to, uh, I'm going to uh, go with uh, Rhea Charlotte Ripley. Flair. Is that Rhea Ripley? Yeah, I'm to, Rhea Ripley. Yeah, common sense would say Rhea Ripley because she just had the title, but you know you know, Vince Man's eyes when he sees Charlotte Flair in the match. You know, he has to give her the W, so... I'm going to say Charlotte Flair, even though my mind, my brain is like, we really should win this because, I mean, she just won the title. And not to mention, Charlotte Flair beat her at WrestleMania uh, a few years ago. So she needs to prove herself as a credible champion. But I'm going to pick Charlotte Flair, you know. No, then you got Bobby Lashley versus Kofi Kingston for the WWE Championship. I mean, let's let's just say it together, who are, who is gonna win this? One, Lashley. two, three. Lashley. Lashley. <laughs> of course, it's obviously, Lashley. and if it makes and if WWE has a plan, Brock Lesnar should attack after the end of this match, or on the or on you know Monday Night Raw. But you know we have conflicting reports whether or not Lesnar has signed with WWE or if he's going to pop up or whatever. So we'll, we'll just find out. And then last but not least, you got Roman Reigns versus Edge uh, for the WWE Universal title. Roman Reigns, hands, hands down. Oh, yeah. Not at Reigns. You know, he has the Usos. Mm-hmm. Both, you know, on his side. I, I think uh, Roman Reigns will win with, with their help. Yeah, absolutely, Roman Reigns, hands down, and I mean, they should like the USO should have been united with him from the get go. They just dragged out the story for no reason, having Jay against him, battling him twice, going against him when literally he did an interview- They did an interview saying like, you know, they want to, you know, they they want to join a, a, the faction with him, you know. And they have plans and stuff like that, but in the storylines, they were like way months in advance. And then you see Jay is, you know, against him. Then you know, of course, Jimmy throws in the towel and say, you know, you know, um, you know, he's, you know, you know, we acknowledge you. Then Jimmy pops up. Then of course Jay, Jay, acknowledges him eventually. Then Jimmy pops up. He he fused with him also season like they're gonna fight against each other eventually but then you know then Jay leaves then Jimmy you know it's like yo yo I got my brothers back yo I'm gonna take his spot I'm the main of so you know what I'm saying so it was like it was it was pointless for them yeah. to have these feuds they should just be like okay yo that's my that's my ooze yo that's them, no that's it like that's all and they already told in the interviews that that's what they want to do in the first place. So it's like this whole, I mean, you know, it was a nice scene to see them hug each other, you know, you know, make up and, you know, be a, you know, side front even though, you know, Roman Reigns was manipulating him. But it, that could have happened like months, months in, you know what I mean? Months in advance. Like they just milked, they milked the story. Yeah, I thought, you know, they're one of the Usos was going to betray one another, but it might not happen. I mean, it could still probably happen, but... It could still probably happen, but, like, now he got two right-hand men. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, Jimmy, I mean, Jay could be the right-hand man, because he, he called it first, and Jay could be his left-hand man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, come on. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, you know, he... J J no now Jimmy was like you know once J once J left he he just wanted to assume the role like that so quickly like you know what I mean like you you didn't even trust the guy at first. like and then now you just want to be his boy after the person who was trying to get you guys to join together Jay left that's when you want to be united that, that did not make any sense to me but. You know it's a good thing they're you know they're they're united, but uh, you know of course Edge whooped their behind, and then of course the the Mysterios Ray and Dominic pop up at the end of SmackDown and you know whoop um, you know the Usos behind, and Edge you know put them in that crossface with the broken chair you know that he did to Roman. At the um the pay per view event, the previous pay per view event. So yeah, that match is gonna be interesting. So yeah, the let me see, the only matches that are interesting to me. Uh, would be the Money in the Bank ladder match. I'd say Both uh, the Money man- in the Bank ladder matches. The man- yeah. yeah, I guess, the, yeah, the ladies want to see if Alexa wins it. I guess that that yeah, that one's somewhat intriguing. I mean, if Selena Vega does win that one, that would be even more intriguing, but. I think Alexa's gonna win that. So yeah, the both I mean the both latter matches are are interesting. The um yeah, so basically all the matches except for the Rhea Ripley versus fella Flair matches really don't are the, the intriguing matches when I think about it. Yeah. But yeah, they had Seth Rollins defeat Cesaro for no reason. You know, Cesaro beat him at WrestleMania, but Cesaro lost him every single, every week. They faced each other, to my knowledge. So it's like, it makes Seth Rollins' point that it was a fluke even more so. Cesaro should have been in this spot, not Seth Rollins. Yeah, I agree with you. Because Cesaro, Seth Rollins isn't talking slang like it's a fluke, but but WWE, you don't make Cesaro win. You don't don't make Cesaro win. Win this rivalry, especially the money in the bank that's that would have capped off the rivalry him winning yeah. the money in the bank like that's ridiculous Cesaro's not even the money in the bank that's the other joke and then and then oh, yeah. when he goes to a e w then you then they're gonna wonder why that's a joke. I'm trying to think what happened on raw what happened on raw again um Oh, before I go to RAW, yeah, on SmackDown they had um, uh, Shashi Blackheart and um, Tegan Knox from from NXT. They they got called up to, oh yeah, meet, and then they defeated uh, the tag team champions Natalia and uh, Tamina in a non-title match. So congratulations to them. Um, they teased that Tony Storm's gonna the former uh, NXT UK champion. Uh, Tony Storm is going to get call-up soon to SmackDown. Uh, On Raw, I'm trying to think what happened on Raw. The New Day they fought last year MVP. Right, yes. So, yeah, Lashley Lashley, um, Lashley and MVP lost because I think um, Kofi hit the Trouble in Paradise on uh, MVP, if I'm not mistaken, and got the pinfall. Yeah, the Usos. Oh no, that was actually on SmackDown. This is Roman Reigns, Monday Night. Yeah, I'm trying to think what else happened on Raw. I know Drew uh, McIntyre was saying. Oh yeah, Drew McIntyre fought Jinder Mahal, his former 3MB, uh, right. You know, disqualification. Band member. You know, disqualification when his uh, when those goons from you know that used to be in NXT they attacked them. Um, trying to think what else happened. Oh yeah, Drew McIntyre's sword got stolen as a result, and he was saying like his sword, um, he got it from the Loch Ness monster or some, some story. And <laughs> he was talking about about that, you know. Um, I can't even remember what else happened on. Uh, oh yeah, Riddle, Riddle, um. Or oh, he defeated AJ. Yeah, Riddle defeated AJ, and he felt the. Um, I think it was AJ who knocked him off the ladder or something. He injured himself, but he still qualified and he dedicated it to randy like if randy was dead or something like <laughs> this is for you bro can't <laughs> wait for the day randy to rko this guy oh yeah i mean yeah they, yeah that yeah that's that's the up that they're really working towards for real WWE doesn't usually have a plan but they're definitely um stewing this one yeah unlike what they did with aleister black switching gears um. Yeah, Aleister Black. He made his debut to AEW. Um, Cody Rhodes defeated his former best friend, QT Marshall, in a bull ro- bull rope match. Um, you know that match when you know you you whip your opponent and you have to tag all four corners of the ring in order to win. Um, so he did that, and then uh, and then um um in the show um AEW um there was blackouts and then well Alistair Black is now um Malachi Black now. Um and basically basically he um I don't know what he calls his move now. It used to be called the Black Mass but um you know he he um roundhouse kicked um what's his name? Uh Arn Anderson and then Cody Rhodes. Um Oh, yeah. They, another interesting thing that happened on AEW was, um, you know, the face-off between Jericho and uh, MJF. And basically, MJF challenged Jericho to run, like, basically like a gauntlet type of tournament or so that he has to fight opponents of his choosing in order, uh, of MJF's choosing, in order for Jericho to earn a spot to face MJF one more time. And uh, you know oh yeah, and while Jericho before Jericho and MGF could cut the promo, a crazy fan tries to enter the ring and Jericho sucker punched that fan out right out of the ring. <laughs> <laughs> and um oh yeah, another another interesting thing that happened in uh AEW was oh yeah, this was their first this was their first um televised event since now they're one they have one hundred percent capacity. You know, with the fans, they're they're on the road now. So yet yet again, AEW is beating the, um, WWE to the punch because uh, WWE is gonna um, be um, fully um, they're gonna be on the road this Sunday coming up for the Money in the Bank pay per view. Um, I'm trying to think. It's not tomorrow. No, no, no. It's uh, next next Sunday. Oh, next Sunday. Okay. Uh, what was I gonna say? Um, oh yeah. So then, basically, um, yeah, Kenny Omega. They're teasing the feud between Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega, and his former tag team partner, Hangman Adam, Adam Page. Um, so that's gonna be a, a interesting potential matchup between the the two former, um, you know, tag team champions going against each other. Um, can't think of anything else that major that happened to AEW. Um, yeah, it looks like they're teasing this dissension with Team Taz between Brian Cage and, uh, Ricky Starr. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happened with that. And, um, yeah, um, Ethan Page and Darby Allen are gonna face off soon as well. Um, yeah, I guess that's the... A- follow it, back, I could think over the top of my head. Um uh it, oh yes, uh congratulations to the Tampa Bay Lightning. They won their um you know, they won the the the, the, the um, what was I gonna say? The Stanley, Stanley Cup. Cup back yeah. to back years. I think this was their third third ever um um championship overall. Congrats. So you know congratulations to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, definitely, congrats! Yeah. yeah, they're gonna they're gonna try to go for the peat next year. Congrats to them! And um, yeah, I think that's that's about it. I think I covered everything else I needed to cover. Uh, anything else you'd like to talk about before we head out over here? Uh, no, uh, everyone just uh, have a good weekend and. Check out uh, your local listeners for uh, iMac I'm podcasts. Come back here and check out Sports Urban Legend every Saturdays at 11. Only on Talk Radio. You heard the man. Uh, check out, you know, Mac's, uh, you know, podcast iMac. I'm check out my YouTube channel, Sports Urban Legend TV. And come back and check out Sports Urban Legend every Saturdays at um, 11. Only on Block Talk Radio. He's my calling Matthew. I'm Boy Ramon and I'll see you guys next time. Peace. and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.